So I'm going to be in the backyard. Next thing you know, it starts raining. I'm, like, oh, I'm just picturing you out there with an umbrella. Like, right? I'm good. <laughs> get the gigantic, like, umbrella, umbrella out of the shed. Be like, hi, guys. So I'm going to put you on the wet ground. Don't if mind me. If you hear me. thunder, don't worry. <laughs> like... Hi, everyone. My name is Georgia Evans. I use she, her pronouns, and I will be attending NYU Tisch Playwrights Horizons this fall. My name is Riley Pokikio. I use he, him pronouns, and I am a rising senior who will be applying to musical theater and acting programs this fall. And you're listening to Theater with Pride. Uh, welcome to part two of our college auditions episodes. Um, we are so excited to welcome our guests today. Could everyone please introduce themselves? Hi, everyone. My name is Alicia Jane Kelly. Um, I use she, her pronouns. I was a graduate of Westchester University in 2006 for um, theater with a concentration in acting. Uh, my name is Chad Parsons, he, him, they, them. I was a graduate of Westchester with Alicia in 2006, which is crazy to think that date. Um, and I just recently graduated with my master's from University of North Carolina Greensboro in theater for youth. Hi, uh, my name is Kai Scott. I use they, them, she, her pronouns. Um, I'm going to be attending but like online attending um university of the arts uh for a bfa in acting hi i'm madison um i use she her pronouns i am planning on applying to colleges with concentration in stage management yay uh so hi everyone my name is jen lapore and i am a junior of New Orleans, and I am a musical theater and theater arts major. So this is going to be more of a roundtable conversation where we talk about a bunch of topics. What is the college experience like? What is it like applying to college in your own experiences? What could we, you know, need to apply? What should we, what should we talk about? What should we know when applying to colleges? And what is the world like after college, especially right now in the middle of a pandemic? What is that going to be like? And what is, how is that especially for those who have already graduated. Um, what is that like for you all now? So to start off for the first talking point, um, what is one thing every rising senior should remember before college auditions? I think a great uh, piece of advice would be to be fearless, um, which I think this generation is way more fearless than mine and Chad's. I think insecurity was so rampant uh, back when we went to school. I think things like So You Think You Can Dance, Glee, have sort of changed everyone's perspective um, and confidence in performing. But I think that you're still going to be challenged and know that you're, you're there to be challenged. Don't be afraid and do your best to just go forward and do it and do things that you're not comfortable with because that's probably what you need most right now. Yeah. And look from the other end of the table, you know, I think whether you're looking at a college program audition or a professional audition, as a director, as a person who's taking somebody onto the team, I'm looking for someone who is willing. I'm looking for someone who is ready to take a risk. So, and is also moldable and ready to work with, you know, and I think that's when you're asked to work in an audition setting a little bit, work authentically, go for it, make mistakes. 
Because that's what I want to see. I want to see a person that's willing at the end of the day. And kind of to go back to like last week, we talked a lot about like, you know, be yourself. And we really hammered that home a lot. And I I don't, Kai and, and Jen, I don't know like what your specific college um, audition experiences were like, but I feel like after I went around to a bunch of different schools, I started to realize, okay, well, they all want like something different and I can't control what they want. All I can control is like, if I just like, like literally be myself and I present my material and it is what it is in the room. I don't want to go to a school that doesn't want that at the end of the day. So you just have to present yourself and just, and just try to be like, okay, here's me. And if you don't want it, fine, I'll go somewhere else, you know? And that's every audition room you ever walk into for the rest of your life. That's, they know within 30 seconds if you're right or wrong. So that's also Mm -hmm. something you can't control. So that's a wonderful perspective to have now going into college keep it but i also think that that's to kind of get back to that is what they talked about in the last episode is even with casting is um essence you know casting the essence of a role and i think you know for me personally when i got into directing i i'm looking at who is who is the role you know what i mean who is playing that role authentically and coming through does that make sense I think, and, and finding that in college is part of the training, yeah. right? So like in your college auditions, how authentic can you be without stopping yourself? You know, cause that's your training is, is getting rid of that roadblock, you know, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least. Yeah. And one well, of the, for sure. and one of the things that I, I mean, as a rising senior and, and people always talk to me about college auditions and saying, you know, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. One of the things I'm always told is that as much as it's, you auditioning for them and showing them who you are as a person. It's also trying to figure out who they are and if the school is the right type of people for you and if you're really going to click with them. So, I mean, I haven't ever been to a college audition yet, but I'm excited to experience that and to see what those type of people are and see if I really do click with one school more than the other. And it help, I think it will help weigh out options, but that's one of the things that people have said to me that really sparked my interest. Ask questions. I wish I would have asked more questions. Like in Westchester, you know, like no Tino shade to Westchester. I, I, I excelled in that program because I was able to touch different things and I wasn't pinholed into, you know, I wanted to perform so bad. And I was like, oh my God, I want, but my mom and dad were like, no, you're not going for performing. You're just not doing it. And you're not going to a BFA. You're going to go to a BA program. Um, and, but at the same time for me, because I have those skill sets that I'm really attracted to, like I wanted to play in makeup. I wanted to play with costumes. I wanted to play with set. I wanted to play with acting. I wanted to play with directing. And Westchester allowed you to do that where some schools don't give you that opportunity and you have to only act. Mm. It's your only track, you know? And then what is the benefit in that versus you know, in both of those things? What's the benefit in focusing on your craft? And then what is the benefit of learning a little bit of everything within the craft, especially graduating into a pandemic? <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, like I'm finding now those skill sets that I was like, I'm like, yes, I'm glad I can think about lighting in a different way. I'm glad I know sound design. I'm glad I know costume design and color texture, you know, that I can make smart decisions in moving forward with whatever theater is going to be. It gives you you a wide, like vast experience and knowledge. You know what I mean? Like you just get like a bunch of experience Mm -hmm. in different areas of theater. It's, I mean... That's the beauty of a BA, BA degree. I think they're looked down upon, but I think there's so much that can come out of it. Mm-hmm, 100%. Yeah. I think as a performer, 
Um, I, I, yeah, I think Westchester was a great, well-rounded education. Uh, depending on the track that anyone is trying to go, something that I feel we missed um, was having a program that had, at the end, how you had some sort of a, an agent um, what is it? What is it called? Like a showcase in New York. Showcase. Uh, okay. yeah. If you don't have an agent in New York and you want to be a performer, you're going to have a real hard time, yeah. um, especially yeah. in the union world. It's not to say that you're not going to get jobs. You are. But if you are, if that's what you want to do, I would probably push someone, make, ask the question about those agent showcases. Yeah. What are those connections right. at the end of the day? Like, you know, that's also why you pick the school you pick, right? Yeah. Part of that is because of who you're going to get to meet, who who's tied to what school, you know, um, that's part of the gig. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just the one thing I wanted to say was um, kind of what Chad, when I was cutting in and out, was saying um, in that attitude is really a big, big part of it and keeping positive, open minded, good attitude is kind of what will help you outside of college, most of all, I think. Uh, in college, of course, you know, there's always, there's still politics that I've experienced, at least that's just my school. I can't speak for everyone. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little, but you can tell when someone's in a class or in a production and, you know, their attitude kind of offsets everything. And learning how to adjust to bad attitudes that are in your team, and I'm talking like cast, crew, everything um and learning how to keep your good attitude when everyone else is kind of bringing you down is really really crucial and will keep you like from like want to keep going rather than wanting to be like well these people suck i want to leave you know so it, it, it's a good and it will help people around you and it'll make a good reputation for you because if you're good in a work environment you know the classic stay on top of everything you want yeah. to be there you want to work you want to do the work then you're going to get hired. People will remember that. So that is very important. I remember when I, yeah, when I did uh, Fiddler on the Roof at Walnut, I walked away from that show and I was like, oh my God, did the director like me? Like, I was just like so concerned. I worked my butt off too. Yeah. And like, I love that show too. And I'm like, they, did they have a good experience mm-hmm. with me? Like, oh my God. And then a year later, I get a phone call from Kate and she's like, um, so you have magic on your resume. Are you interested in aspects of love? It's the same directors. They loved working with you did an audition and there it was, you know, I walked in and had another show there and it really, really does like your, your reputation will follow you and listen, listen to when people tell you stuff, when someone says hear it more than three times, like probably it's an observation that a lot of people (laughs) Mm -hmm. have, like, so just take this pandemic moment and look at it. Sure. Also, also, (laughs) I want to say this very clearly when, because you, uh, Chad, you just mentioned like all the different aspects, like sound, lighting, you know, cast, crew, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. When you're hired in a certain position, no matter what that is, stay in that position and don't, like if you're in the cast and you are also a stage manager, don't, you know, have a bad like snide tone about what the stage manager there is doing because one, that'll get around. Two, that's really not good to like not adjust to other people. It'll make your experience unpleasant. It'll make their experience unpleasant. People will hear about it. It's just, you know, it's just be nice. Like, honestly, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta I, be nice. Amen. 
Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I know when I worked on the cruise ship and you did cruise ship life too. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, it's you family. Yeah. And the same thing with college. Like, I mean, Alicia, Alicia's family, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's a group of us that, you know, we may not talk every day, but there's this, we have this bond because we went through four years together in this program, you know, and you're, that's your fam, you know, at the end of the day. Oh yeah. You've seen me at (laughs) my best and worst. Oh my God. Yeah. College years are They're, so dramatic. Yeah. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for anybody that's in college right? enjoy every second of it. Um, and you, and you will find, you will find lifelong friends, which is awesome, but I didn't have, have too many crazy experiences. Um, just, I mean, I think walk with a professional foot all the time mm-hmm. and know that you're getting paid for your job mm-hmm. and do your job mm-hmm. and try not to, you know, let drama and things get in the way of that. For sure. I think that's important as a student too. Like I know yeah. I really learned that with my master's program because I had to have those yep. different hats, right? So like I had to be a teacher, then I had to be a colleague, and then I had to be a student. So like managing those three things for me it took a hot second. And I was definitely strained and I definitely like, but learning to switch those hats and switch that gear and put your mm-hmm. ego aside in moments is such is such an important lesson. Um, to start practicing, I think, in yes, your undergrad. For sure. To be honest with mm-hmm. you. Now. Yeah. Now is <laughs> um, the time. Yes. Uh, Kai, something I wanted yeah. to ask you about is you're one of like the handful of people I know who's going to the college for undergrad that they went to the pre-college at. So I was wondering yeah. if you could talk a little bit about that, like your decision process when it came to that. The way that it went for me, I applied f- to five colleges and I... Um, Mm-hmm. eventually retracted one of them because I realized that it was NYU because I realized that um, that wasn't the school for me, I guess, because of the the atmosphere and everything. It seemed like yeah. a great opportunity, but at the same time, just wasn't me. Um, and being at pre-college and then mm-hmm. um, like having already experienced some of the atmosphere, what um, like the teaching um, and lecture and all those other things, what, what those programs would look like, it gave me a better perspective on um, what would happen over four years of me being in a similar, obviously it's not exactly the same as pre-college, but in a similar setting. Um, so that gave me a different perspective on that. Um, you know, I loved pre-college. It was amazing. It was great. Um, the college audition for that school was right at the end, as you know, because you also um, presented your portfolio. But um, it was right at the end. And um, as with a lot of auditions, you know, people put a lot of pressure on themselves. Um, At least I know I do. I'm just like, ah, I'm about to go in. (laughs) Uh, With that first audition, because it was my first college audition, um, it gave me a lot of perspective on what the audition room is going to actually be like um, what kinds of questions that they were going to ask. And as I went to, I think, two other uh, college auditions, because uh, one school didn't require me to audition. Um, yeah, I went to two other college auditions. That first audition with pre-college um, and having, I knew the people that I, uh, that were going to be judging me as well. So I felt more comfortable around them. And um, they gave me a lot more confidence and advice to um, take with me to other college auditions, like for UNCG and I uh, uh, auditioned for AMDA as well. Um, 
And they gave me a lot of critiques on the monologues that I used. And that really helped with future auditions as well. It gave me all of the college auditions that I went to gave me a good arsenal of information that I could use in the future. And now having chosen to go to the same college that um, I went to pre-college for, it was it it was uh, a pretty easy decision after everything. Um, I guess I was a little biased, but at the same time, um, I, for the most part, know at least some semblance of what I'm going to be experiencing over the next four years. Uh, Of course, with it being remote, it's going to be a little different, (laughs) but um, I have an idea of what I'm able to do. I'm also uh, able to um, go to interdisciplinary classes and things so I could choose different classes that are outside of my major that would work um, in different arts. Um, And just in that perspective, it gave me a lot more security about um, how I'm going to see myself in the next four years having uh, finished my degree um, on time because I'm manifesting that right now. <laughs> it's happening. Go <laughs> Sam. But I, I, it gave me a lot of great, uh, again, perspective is a huge thing for me. Um, and experience are also great things. You know, obviously in this industry, experience is everything. It helps you learn. It helps you grow. So um, that was a huge factor for me. And I'm, in the end, very happy with my choice. Yeah. Yay. Amazing. I mean, with pre-college programs, especially for like people who want to go into the performing arts, I know I did one at Ryder University this summer and I had a fantastic time. It helps you not only like, if you're able to do one, it, like totally do it because it helps you not only learn about yourself and like grow because you're getting one-on-one coaching with a lot yes. of faculty and even some master classes, like, but it also helps you get to know the people and for them to get to know you as people and, and what they stand for and what the college experience is like. And it kind of gives you that type of insight way before mm-hmm. you're even going to apply to colleges and audition for colleges. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, really good opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's so important too, is like, cause I feel like in, in a traditional audition, like a lot of times, or like what you see, like what you expect is that like you go in and you do your monologues, you do, or you do your songs if you're, if you're musical theater and then you, and then you leave. And I was so glad for like the programs that I auditioned for that, yes. like for most of them, I got to do an interview and I felt like for the most part, people were like asking me questions and I felt like they, like for the schools that I ended up being interested in, like they wanted to hear what I had to say. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so important is like, yeah. well, the, first of all, the school getting to know you and then also you getting to know the school. Yeah. And it's like, maybe if the, if the person who interviewed you doesn't yeah. seem interested in you, maybe that's not the place you want to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like Alicia, like we didn't have to audition for Westchester. Right. And, you know, after graduating too, I think back and I'm like, you know, no Tino shade, not everybody in that department was cut out for a career on the stage that is going for that and paying money for that. So, you know, there's a moment where I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's kind of shitty at the same Mm -hmm. time. Like, yeah, come into the program without auditioning, but at what point as an educator too, you know, and as a student, as a student, do you want honesty? Absolutely. You know, like I, 
if I had no, if I had no place on the stage and, or yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that phrase, I hate saying that cause it's all yeah. objective. Right. But like, <laughs> right. That's the thing at the end of the day, but like, at what point is you, what, what point do you want the honesty? Or you're like, no, that sucked. Do it again. Yeah. Whoa. Because that's what they're going to do. You know, they're going to push you to your limit. My first job on a cruise ship, we were pushed to a limit and we were doing a run and like everybody was like sure. down each other's throats, literally just like, it was not, a, it was not good. And the director picked up on that and he had to stop and he had to stand all across the, the, the mirrors and look at ourselves. And we stared at ourselves and he talked to us and told us that we're, we, each of us was chosen for a reason. We are here for a reason. And all of us just bawling your eyes out because you're pushed to that limit Mm -hmm. and not everyone's cut out for that moment. Not everyone's cut out for that. It can be cut throat. Sometimes you get down to think about a Broadway audition, the top three, think about your favorite three singers and you have to choose between what, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like what, what are you really that moment? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you pick the one, you know? And I think you need that honesty in your training yeah. because yeah. that's going to come down sure. to the moment, Absolutely. right? I just wonder I too, um, like you were saying, like a place like where we went to school, you got this very well-rounded, there's a lot of freedom, kind of like what, do whatever you want, learn what you need to learn. Um, and there was no audition. And I wonder if the schools that are requiring auditions are more honed in skill sets. You're not going to have as much freedom to kind of dibble dabble wherever you want to do. Um, Mm. But also, I think there are a lot of people that went to our school that had other goals. They went to grad school for administrative theater, things like that. And I think you have to look at your goals and choose a school based on where you want to be at the end. And I think a BA is a great thing to do if you want to continue and do a more centralized graduate education because you're going to have a well-rounded foundation and you're going to go on to hone in skills. But if you want to go straight to performing, straight to stage management, straight to, you know, exactly what you want to do, maybe you need to do a place where, well, I guess you wouldn't audition for stage management, would you? <laughs> you, you know what? Yeah. I think that's an interview, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. But you know where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Interview. portfolio. Yeah. 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 And what is that process? Yeah. Like, I'm just curious as I never went through that process. I had to go through that process as a director for UNCG but as a stage manager, is it portfolio work? Is it, um, I, that's something I don't know anything about. Um, like for me, I just started stage managing like the year of pre-college, like 2019, the summer of 2019. So I don't have a lot of shows under my belt, but like mock interviews that I've done, they told me that I have like really professional stuff. So, um, um, yeah. And um, yeah. like, yeah. it's more like, especially since all the interviews are like digital now, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. But like, um, I set in my portfolio and then like, I haven't finished applying to all of the colleges I'm applying for, but I'm assuming that you send in your portfolio and then they look at it and then they like do like a little like look at it like quickly. And then like you have your interview and they like talk to you and they ask you questions and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. That's what a lot of mine were like for directing where I had to submit a portfolio, but it's like, like Madison, like it's super confusing. Right. Cause, cause yeah. I feel like with, with a lot of, 
like for musical theater, especially, oh. I feel like there's a lot of programs that exist that are like, okay, here's how you sing a 16 bar cut. Yep. Here's how you do this. Yes. Here's how you do, you're going to yes. walk in, you're going to yep. do that. Yep. But then if you want to go into like mm. a more arbitrary program where you also have this element of like an audition or a portfolio or an interview, it's very much like, what do I do? And why does every school want a completely different thing mm-hmm. from me? Is it like for stage management? Is it like you have to submit kind of the same things? Um, every they, school or? Most of the schools ask for like paperwork from like shows you've done. And since I haven't done that many, I just like, I didn't like make up a show. I just like made up a template for mm-hmm. it. So I had like more like mock paperwork. Like, I could do this. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think stage management is so underrated. Yeah. I mean, when I sat, like when I was doing witches and then when I, uh, I stage managed for a youth company at Bucks County Playhouse. So I got the chance to work with the stage manager who was working with the, the adult company. And he had worked um, on Spring Awakening on Broadway. And just talking to him about the cues and how it's insane, how detailed detailed and organized that is at that level i mean i i can't i can't if that's you not my that's not my specialty you, stage management, you know i'm the first person you to have get, a job like you yeah, have I've, a job 100 theater is a collaboration for sure. you know what i mean i feel yeah. like a lot of the spotlight goes to performers and while they are amazing there's so many even like amazing people behind the scenes yes. you have costume designers like, who wouldn't make them look as good as they do on the stage if it wasn't for them you got the lighting designers mm-hmm. who make the like, you know what i mean like yes you have so many people mm-hmm. in this world yeah. that it's, it's a it's a big collaboration i think that even college programs we tend to forget that yeah yeah and i think that's important like i had a collaboration class in in my master's program and i would have killed to have a collaboration class as an undergrad you know to really start mm-hmm. that work as an undergrad, why did I have to wait to get my master's to understand collaboration? Even though as a theater person, you kind of understand <laughs> it, um, you know, naturally yeah. in a way. Cause you're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, Most for sure. Yeah. I, when I, my <laughs> first, one of my first classes I, I was required to take in freshman year, there was one for one semester and the other for the second semester and it's called stagecraft. And first semester you are, mm-hmm. you are in a set shop. You learn everything. You learn how to build. You build the sets for the um, productions along with the build crew. You're like, you're put to work. You're not doing anything. Even if you're in a show, like you're still part of that process. And then the second half, you do projects and you do scene design, sound design, lighting design, sound. I said sound design. (laughs) Um, But like you get behind the wheel for all of those even if you're you try it out and you're like i don't like doing this it's not good it gives it gives you that uh perspective that we were talking about earlier about yes for it too like, like how much yes. work it takes all that work goes all of the yeah. like yeah. and it really and it helps you discover too it's like oh maybe i could do stage management oh maybe i'm interested in costume design things like that that's really mm-hmm. really really cool and really beneficial for even like if you're on a stage and you're put in a costume and you study costume design, even though you're a performer, you understand how much work went into it. And you can, um, like, that respect is kind of built in and you don't really have to think about it because you already know. And it's already trained in you, which is really, really important. Kudos to going into that. And thank you for all the work that you already have done. (laughs) 
We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. Looking for online vocal lessons, summer camps, or theater activities? Music Training Center offers private music lessons for a variety of instruments, vocal lessons, and acting classes that are all online so you can continue being a creative theater person during a pandemic. You can request a trial music or voice lesson for free. Music Training Center has five different locations in the tri-state area, produces shows throughout the year, and offers unique theatrical classes. Music Training Center was quite literally the start of my feeder career and is where I met Chad. I have nothing but good things to say about them. Find information regarding Music Training Center in the description below or check out their website, musictrainingcenter.com for more. Hey, Riley. Hey, Chad. Has quarantine fever got you down? Are you tired of watching Outer Banks on repeat? Because I am. Girl. (laughs) Well, we've got a place for you. Beat that face and the quarantine fever. By signing up for Renew's interactive, engaging, and fully virtual drag camp from September 13th to October 3rd, 2020. Come work it with two Philadelphia queens, the Eric Jaffe and Vinchell, as they teach you tips, tricks, and spill all the hot tea. Sign up in the description below for the price of $250. $250? That's a bit steep for the middle of a pandemic, don't you think? Are the payment plans available? Why, of course there's payment plans available. Check out all of our options in the sign-up below. Oh, wonderful. I'm signing up right now as we speak. To kind of shift gears, so we're in a pandemic. Um, so <laughs> You don't say. What? <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so, so Jen, you're in person. Kai, you're getting ready to start online school. I'm going to be in person in a couple weeks. And Chad and Alicia, you're out in your theater lives. And Madison and Riley, you're getting ready to do Zoomifieds. Oh, like, how goodness. are we feeling, guys? I don't even know. Because, it, I mean, a lot of my schools, I'm probably just going to end up auditioning for them, you know, mm-hmm. instead of going to Unifieds. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't really, a lot of my schools are closer to me. But, like, it's just, I, you don't know what they want. Unifieds hasn't really sent out any information yeah. yet. I mean, they're obviously going to, and they still have a long time. But, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things are really up in the air at the moment because no one really knows which way this pandemic is going to shift. It could honestly, tomorrow we could wake up and cases are dramatically going down or they're dramatically going up. And we've been seeing them going up. Yeah. You know, it's. We could go into into a second quarantine. We have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so. And it's hard. It must be hard on them to make calls and decisions because, you know, you're bringing all these kids back to college, but what's going to happen in two weeks? Yeah. You know, we're seeing parties is audition. Are we still going to have auditions at those colleges? Are they going to ask for auditions mm-hmm. to the colleges? Are we going to be safe going to audition at these colleges, mm-hmm. even if they want them in person? You know what I mean? Is there going to be options? No one really knows, but yeah. Yeah. I just think also in this yeah. time period with auditioning, especially for pre-college and college programs, it's like authenticity and transparency right now. is just like yeah. the biggest yeah. thing. Kai, how does it feel to be starting like, online school like soon uh it feels weird because we're even we're we're even having like orientation it starts next week all online and we have like you because you has an app like with a a schedule and stuff on it and i signed up for all the stuff i'm like wow i have to do all this online that's crazy and then the fact that there's not enough room in my house so i'm gonna have to do all of my classes in my Mm -hmm. backyard which is a problem because it's the rainy season I'm staying in North Carolina because we're doing all the stuff yeah. remote. Um, but I'm just worried about the weather yeah. situation because yeah. my mom and my little brother, he's four, 
they use the living room as office slash classroom space. <laughs> my dog is in the kitchen. That's his area. So I have my room, which is tiny. <laughs> it has a lot of stuff that I've had to pack in the corner for college stuff. So I'm going to be in the backyard. Next thing you know, it starts raining. I'm, like, oh, I'm just picturing you out there with an umbrella. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, a gigantic, like... <laughs> Umbrella, umbrella out of the shed. Be like, hi guys. So I'm gonna put it all on the wet ground. Don't if mind. You hear me. thunder? Don't <laughs> worry. Like, it's, it's okay. You get up from like doing but, floor exercises. You're on mud. Oh my god. <laughs> You're laying it's down like, like staying in my clothes the whole time. Oh god. Yes. Ah. That's gonna be me with yes. hurricane yes. season, my but, guy. Um, oh boy, it's gonna be interesting. Oh. Right. In yes, I am. Gracious. Yeah. So that's just the main concern for me, but I'm like a bee. What about bees and spiders and stuff? Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be, you know, doing stage combat and all of a sudden, oh crap, I gotta stay still because there's a bee in front of me. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting thing to explore. Kai, that's. Yeah, yeah I, I feel that. I feel like my it's roommate's going to think I'm a crazy person. Like, if I'm, like, doing a monologue <laughs> at my computer, she's going to be like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, she's not a theater major, so she's going to be like, who is this crazy person that I'm living with? <laughs> You're sitting there in the corner like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do voice lessons, y'all. Honestly, okay. I don't know how that's going to work out. They haven't said anything. I have, like, a master class that was implied like yeah. last year so it's brand new that's i don't know good, how yeah. the heck that's gonna happen yeah but thank god i have i am living with three other theater majors so we all are in the same boat i have a i have a question i have a question for everyone what is a class you wish you had or like mm-hmm. a class that would be a good class for you that you like going into college i'd love to have this class especially now with this pandemic is there something you wish you would have learned to prepare for a moment like this is there, you know what I mean? Now knowing that we're in the middle of a pandemic and something is, there's a shift in the craft. Is there something that you'd want to have put into your program now? Um, that type of thing. Well, I, I, I think a lot of uh, colleges are now doing, um, you know, self-tape classes, which I mean, when we went to school, that wasn't even, I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't even have like iPhones, but that's when we, that's when we went to school. Um, so... Right. Like I, we we couldn't record anything. It was bizarre. But, um, but I think that's, we didn't have that then. It's, I think it's super helpful now because people are self-taping auditions all the time. That's the world. But I think that's great advice for, for, uh, you know, going into school after graduating is like, you have value as an actor. Do you know what I mean? And I think as a, as a theater person in general, I think a lot of times that we are, we feel so fortunate to have a job. You're a that human we being. are like bowing down to mm-hmm. that. And it's kind of like, no, I have control. I have control and I want to be treated a certain way. And if this company right. is not going to yeah. treat me this certain way, oh. I have a right to So you need to hear that, like for sure. You know? Like, I feel like that would be really interesting. I Obviously, this is yeah. a dumb idea for a course it's back to the question scary. you asked, Chad. But like, like keeping your mental state afloat as an actor mm-hmm. is like so important. Because what? First of all, you have to drop everything you have and pick up everything else that this character has, or build it up, which is you know a lot. Especially if you're in education and you're learning how to do all this. And then when you go out and you search for jobs, like like you may find yourself in a bad situation, and you may need to figure out how to stay stable and get out of that. And you know, even like 
simple things like when you walk into an audition room you know you obviously don't want to be cocky or arrogant because that's never good but when you walk on that stage you can have that little bit of ego so you can you know do what you want to do and get the job you know that would be I think that yeah and that ego I think that comes like when you walk into a room it's not that you are better than or knowing more I think it's just like yes for me it became the chance to perform this is my chance to perform. I have no control over whether or not they want me or not. And half all the time, yeah. no one behind that table yeah. ever No one's wants looking for you to, to look bad. No one. It's hard it makes to them know feel that. just as weird. It's hard to I know that when worst. you walk in, though. It is yeah. 100%. It, it's crazy. Totally. It's so Absolutely. crazy. But then, th- you know, because <laughs> it's so crazy. And But you also think about their perspective. They've been sitting there, at, you know, for how long? Watching how many people come in, sing yeah. thoroughly modernly yeah. again, wow. and all the same. Note. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I walked into to one audition where I found out afterwards that the guy interviewing me flew in from Barcelona that morning. Oh my god! And I was like, no wonder he was in a bad yeah. mood. Like, yeah. And it's also like they're looking like the reason they're behind the table is because they're looking at you and they want to see if you're good for the job. Like they have a problem and they're looking for the solution. You're a possible solution. Everyone's a possible solution. And I think that's the thing to remember is everyone is a possible solution. Oh, of course. Of course. But that's like, because I always get overly nervous Mm -hmm. at auditions. Performing in front of people, having a show done, never got to me. Getting the job always gets me. So remembering that I get the shape get after it, like having that. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the oh audition. Gosh, get, like a show. Yeah. The audition the really audition. kills me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah. having that little bit of like, okay, like I am okay to be here and perform fully the way I need to do it. Like, you know, like kind of secures me. And of course that's just, that is just me and other people may take it too far. But that's just what I used to like ground oh, yeah. myself and be like, okay, like we're good. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You know, which is also very important for like auditioning techniques and like figuring out how oh, to so much walk into an audition room. Cause that's inside. super hard, by the way, <laughs> having to go through that door and see the panel right. of I people just, looking at you, yeah. for me at least. I, was, I know it's the worst for everybody. Well, no, there's 2%, 2% that. I just love auditioning. <laughs> yeah, who loves auditioning? I love yeah, there are. I know. I know. I know like three people, and they nail auditions, and they're not even that talented. But see, then you have that. You have and, the ones who are the amazing audition, and then you're like, where was and this? Where book. the person go? I just think it's so refreshing to walk into the room and to sing. I'm so lucky to walk in and sing for a little bit and then go to I mean I ha- I know people like this and they're so good at it I think yeah. they take beta blockers or something because I know oh yeah that's God. the thing is that the audition yeah. technique yep. is really half of what you do like you could like you could book it and you can even get fired from a job afterwards for not being that good but you could book a job if you're good enough in that mm-hmm. 10 seconds even you know when you first I, walk in the room, if you're good enough, to I have a little thing I used to do because after a while you, you learn what, you know, works for you. Right. You learn. Right? Exactly. So the one thing yeah. I just started doing is like three people ahead of me, like, you know, letting people in the door one by one. Right. So I start to have a conversation with the people around me and I always have like, try to land a joke or some sort of funny thing. Yeah. Right. As they're opening the door mm-hmm. for me. So there's an authentic conversation, fun moment, interaction that I'm now bringing into the room. Yeah. That I'm 
likable yes. type of thing was one. Yeah. I know it's like crazy, <laughs> yeah. but like I, I did that and I, I found a lot of friends yeah. and I, you know, through that moment too. And you're walking in, you're authentically being you, you're coming from a moment. It's also calming your nerves because you're like, yeah. It's a safe yeah. environment that you're yeah. like creating. I, for I sure. found that too, Chad. And they're just yeah. as nervous. I found that too, Chad. I always try. Yeah. And it's not even like me trying to be like, I'm funny, I'm funny, I'm funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm trying to like yeah, calm myself I by confiding with another person. So we, we get our energy yes. out together. And it's yeah. really actually helpful to Very talk helpful. to someone at an audition because I feel like yeah. if you just sit there, because everyone, the everyone's terrified. Everyone's in that same moment. Yeah. You know? Everyone's in the and same boat. The, and if they're your cast members exactly. eventually, like, exactly. that's also like, are you able yeah. to work hey, with other you know? Yeah. And that's the other thing I love about having like yes. a monitor or the stage manager out in the, out there, because I will, as a director, like, how are they in the room? How are they in the waiting room? Yeah. Like when, when things yeah. happened, yeah. how, how did this person react? And we get, I got feedback some, I didn't cast some people because mm. they were like, you know, bitching or complaining about something. Mm. Of, uh, Trying to imitate yep. other right. people. I don't know that. Oh, I don't want to work with that. That is like, not what? a good teammate. I, that's not, I accidentally, I was younger. I was like younger in high school, but I had a genuine reaction to someone's audition I heard through the door. And I realized afterward how that would badly affect other people auditioning for the same role. And I felt so terrible. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, that's not what I meant to do. I didn't like, cause I didn't want to psych anyone out. That's obviously not my intention, but you know, being conscious of that is also very important because you don't think about that going in, into the room, you know? Yeah. And what's, oh. what's crazy is that it's like literally 10 seconds. Like audition itself was probably like a minute, literally less than that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's just a minute. And then you're like, oh God, it's just a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Longest okay. minute of your like, life. You, know I mean? <laughs> you have a minute to do this. In our last five minutes here, um, I'd love to hear if Madison and Riley, as our rising seniors in the group, have any questions for the rest of the panel as people about to go into this process. I have one for auditions. Yeah. Like, what's one thing you couldn't, like, live without for your college auditions or, like, any advice in general? Um, Well, the one thing I would say is really... When you walk into an audition, it's also like you're feeling up the school as well. <laughs> that was weird. You're getting a feel <laughs> for the school as well. Um, it's not just, you know, you're, it's not, it's, it's very different from a normal audition. And it's kind of hard to explain. Um, physically, the one thing I would do is, you know, if you have some sort of routine or some sort of, you know, thing that grounds you, like, I usually drink tea in the morning because I feel like that helps my voice. Sometimes it doesn't because, you know, it's whatever, but I just do it anyway. And then I always use the bathroom because I, I do Ooh, nervous same. audition peas. Um, so I always go right before just to make sure, um, you know, all the, all the little things you can keep in mind, you know, staying in your pieces are obviously very, very important. Knowing your pieces backwards and forwards is also something that is very, very important because they may ask you to make a change or like I had an audition once that was more workshop based. So I went up, I sang my song and vocally, of course it was a while ago, but I felt I did really well. And then they literally said, they were like, okay, now we want you to do the same thing again, but I want you to sing through your eyes. And I had to do it. And you know, every audition environment is going to be different. 
because that was done in front of a whole group, like audition group of other people who were watching me, which was very nerve wracking. But other times I walked into a room. Yeah, like, yeah, there was some cruise ship auditions I went on that would like Gene and Ryan would pull in 10 people at a time. There's positive and negatives to that, right? So like, you know, you're being called back or not because the person ahead of you was told, can you come back? (laughs) Like, so. You know, yeah. you for sure yep. know in the moment and yep. there's, there's, but there's also this performative thing where there's a little bit of pressure off in a way. Cause you're not just performing for three people. You have a room at least have a, you have a little bit of a more yeah. welcoming space, but at the same time, you're still performing yeah. for your competitors. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that quite a few times. I, I don't know exactly. The exactly. <laughs> the energy is super different. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah, class too. Yeah. Right. And in school, like, right. Right. Oh God! Oh, yeah, for put sure. Put me in an acting class in school, and I was like, "Got it." <laughs> on a stage, <laughs> oh my! Yeah, slide it up, class. you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anything I did in my acting one class, I will never get work ever again. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I knew. Listen, going into college, I knew that acting was, you know, out of my triple threat. You know, to be that person um was probably my weakest and that I needed to focus on that which is fair when I'm going into an educational environment oh my god when I tell you that I bombed this class not in terms of grades not in terms it probably performative like wasn't even that bad but like this new environment that I'd never done before especially strictly for acting was so new and so (laughs) I don't even know it was a weird experience not weird bad but like a whole adjustment. So when you get to college, anyone who is, you know, going into stuff, uh, whether you're a senior now applying or uh, going into like school, school, like let yourself let like don't beat yourself up for not being good all the time. Take please risk, don't because I did that for please, please like because you you're human. You can't be always on it in a like three day class out of a week, you know, like some days you're going to wake up and you're going to have a bad day. And of course, and you can be professional about it. I'm not saying don't give your hundred percent, but your hundred percent on a Wednesday may be different Absolutely. from next Monday, you know, and it's okay for that to happen. And you can, you know, like, like if you mm-hmm. bombed a monologue, that's that monologue in that one class you can move on from it and do better and also you can take your victories like I was super proud of some work I did in one class and I was like I'm keeping this in my repertoire forever this is great foundation you know like so that's also something to keep in mind when you're going into college and even in auditions like it may suck like I I applied to 16 schools no joke 16 schools Uh, a lot of work went into that um but, you know, it really, you have to let yourself mm-hmm. fail when it happens. And you can't beat yourself up because, you know, like, of course, there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I didn't feel I tried hard enough. And, but mm-hmm. things, stuff happens. Stuff happens. They, a bunch of schools probably looked at me and were like, we already have a five foot seven blonde. We don't oh, need no, her. Yeah. And I may have been bad. I'm not just saying that because I'm like, oh, I was so good. They, that was the only reason. But, like I may have not been good enough and like I have to take that and go somewhere else and keep doing yeah. what I want to do because there's I the, have the drive to do it. Yeah. There's a great book that I read back in school and I worked with this director at Act Two Playhouse, Bill Roddenbush, William Roddenbush wrote this book. I ran and grabbed <laughs> it because I was like, yes, please. It's called Acting <laughs> by Mistake. Uh, 
And this book was everything to me when I was an undergrad. And like, it just, you can practice and practice and practice and practice and practice. But when you get in that room and you get in that moment, Mm -hmm. it is never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Your your place sure. in that moment is always going to be different no matter how much you've practiced. Yes. And to let go of that when you're in the room and to to feel oh, your so presence fun. in the peace that you know so well. Exactly. That's why preparation is very important. Yeah. Because then you can let it go, let it go. and be able to have that moment. Because it's think, already all there. The work yep. is done. You don't have the to minute, think about the minute it. you go, oh shit, I missed that moment that I planned out so well. You're They'll already, go, you're already, yeah, you already blacked you're, out. You're out already of it. You're out of it, you know? Yeah. So if you're living authentically, even if you miss the moment you practice, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> that, know, that, that, that drive to keep going. Yes. That is very yeah. important. Which is it why is I love mistakes in education. theater. I love when people screw up on stage. Great. Alicia Kelly knows, Alicia Kelly knows from personal experience. I made up a whole, um, the frogs will hop no. and the stars no. will <laughs> Oh man. Um, Something that that I've gotten a lot of confidence from, and I don't know uh, for everybody listening, for everybody that's here in the Zoom room right now, um, how uh, good you are with cutting your own music. If I'm not a musician, I have, I did not, I don't read music well. I never even knew how to do a harmony before I started this. Right. But I have a very good friend that cuts my music and my book is kind of amazing because the cuts I have are not just 16 or 32 bars. It feels like a complete song, a complete journey. Um, it feels like, you know, so when I go in to my, you know, to my audition, it's really easy to ask through it and it's not some weird, awkward cut. So I think work on your book, work on your monologues, have, have every sort of monologue in the book, know your role. Um, because as scary as auditions are now, the book that I have, I have something for every single scenario. They, I could have somebody look through my book and say, do this one. And it's a complete thought. It's not some awkward, mm-hmm. weird yeah. piece. Um, and that's just something that personally I love because it makes auditions more fun and it doesn't feel as awkward. And know the stuff in your book too, because I've had the moment where like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I haven't sure. touched that piece in about two years. Yeah, sure. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you walk in with that binder, make sure everything you have in that binder is something you can pull out on the spot. Please. Please. Oh. Yeah. Also check your keys just in case. Because if they start playing <laughs> in the wrong key and you're in an audition room, that's the worst <sighs> feeling in the world. One thing yeah. I would say. Uh, is your support system is so important. Like, I don't think I could have done these auditions without my dad. My dad was awesome. He will, we like traveled all around. We went to New York mostly to do my auditions. And obviously this year it's going to be different with the Zoomifieds. But but yeah, he was just like, he was like, I'm going to drop you at your audition. If there's a parent portion, I will stay. Otherwise I'm leaving. And then when the parent portion is done, kind of let yourself do your own thing. He's like, have, do your own thing. Cause I saw, I mean, no shade. Like if you love your parents, like staying with you and that's comforting for you, that's great. But there were so many parents that (laughs) that I saw at auditions and stuff that I was just like, get the vibe that your child doesn't want you here, that there's a little overbearingness happening. No, but seriously, it's so important to your support system. 
And like, even if like now it's like you have one friend that like builds you up a lot and like text them or call them before your auditions because you're going to be at your home. So like do that and, and also talk to the students from the schools that you're um, auditioning for. Even like someone who- They won't lie to you. They will not lie to you. And then also- They will tell you how it actually is. Exactly. Even like someone who's auditioned for a school, maybe not even like necessarily if you can't like- find someone you're comfortable talking to who goes to the school, but you know someone who auditioned for that school, talk to them and be like, hey, what was your audition experience like? How did it go? What vibe did you get for from the professors? Like, uh, mm-hmm. how was it set up? Because every school is so different. And I feel like that was one of the hardest yeah. things to navigate, especially if you're auditioning for like 12 plus schools. It's like they yeah. all want something so different from you. So try to talk to people and get yourself prepared. And kind of on that same note, Georgia, is like you are in control of your education. And I think that's a really thing I learned, especially in my master's program that I didn't really know. And I think undergrad, to be honest with you, (laughs) has spent, you know, a lot of time in undergrad doing other things that I shouldn't have been doing. (laughs) Right. But, (laughs) But like in my master's program, I had a mentor who was like, here's a piece of information. Now use your curiosity and wonderment to continue your education on this thing. Right. Yeah. Now it's up to me. And that's, putting responsibility on me to go through and to research a new type of method out there for acting, you know, or a new thing or a book I've read or this article and staying up on those things is claim that responsibility for yourself and allow your time to have that space to learn yeah. more mm-hmm. and allow your curiosity to, to explode. Yeah. You never stop learning yeah. no matter what, yeah. even like when you're reading plays, when you're reading about different stuff, when you're auditioning for a play and you are reading it for the first time there's a whole whole bunch of stuff to learn so Mm -hmm. being really open to that is really really important i really hate acting i hate it so much because it's so like i'm just so bad i hate it and then when i went to new york for their pre-college program they like made us take an acting class and i hated it i was like this sucks and before that i hadn't took an acting class in like in like five years I was like I, I hate this so much but then like we started doing like comedy and people thought I was funny because so you like, are funny I'm funny so like you can like you are hilarious yeah, like, you can like learn something like even if you hate something so much you might like just like learn something about yourself mm-hmm. that you hadn't known before so that's great yeah that's for like, sure yeah All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for another episode of Theater with Pride. This time it's all about college and college auditions, college experiences, life in college, part two. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Theater with Pride. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Theater with Pride. And you can visit our website, theaterwithpride.buzzbrot.com for more information and more episodes. Or you can look us up on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to more episodes. Please donate to the GoFundMe for our parent company, Renew Productions. You can find the link in the description below. Thank you so much to the amazing rising seniors, students, and graduated students for joining us on this episode. Information about them and their schools will be in the description below.